We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There's nothing hotter than a dude that goes to therapy. Whenever a dude says they go to therapy, I'm like, huh? oh my God, every time a guy on his, on his dating profile says that he goes to therapy, I'll like it and write the ultimate thirst trap. <laughs> truly, <laughs> truly. Welcome to The Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. I would like to give an introduction to the week that we've had. Oh, please. Uh, Monday showed up. And I had forgotten my fucking laptop. And I just, like, I was aggravated all day. You know when you just, like, you wake up and you have that, like, high-strung energy that's, like, no one fuck with me. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I've had that for a few days now. Luckily, today it melted away. And then yesterday we were going to try and make recording work. But uh, it just... Amelia had to take Meows to the vet. And Meows was high as hell when she came home. And it was just... That was stressful, and then I was like, I, I got into my car to drive to Amelia's, and I was like, fuck, I'm literally out of gas. How did this happen? And because I'm that bitch, I drive on E. I'm sorry. I do, too. I do, too. <laughs> I drive on E. Hot I girls n- drive on E. Hot girls drive on E. Um, not ecstasy, though. That's, yeah, no. No, I've, I've never met a hot girl that drives on ecstasy. That's and just science. That's, that also seems like something that's not fun to do when you're on ecstasy. Anyways. And irresponsible. Yeah. Don't be high and drive. Yeah. Or drink and drive. Yeah. (laughs) Simple directions from your favorite girl. We're mad. Mom's against drunk driving. Yeah. Oh, damn. Um, That's an actual thing. Yeah, but that's us. That is us. We are your moms. Yeah. Um, And your dads. Um, And your brothers and and, your sisters. And your boyfriends and your girlfriends. Your creepy uncle um i don't know if i want to be oh okay uncle. no no for sure i was just no you know you what uh <laughs> you, this might be a house of dragon spoilers but i want to be that creepy uncle maybe i want to be with that creepy uncle what kind of creep is he he's hot but like what kind of what like what flavor of creepy um like a little, little incestual oh all right with his niece 
okay that feels very but that's also like the game brand of for yeah that's the brand for game of thrones there's a lot of like marrying your cousin or your brother or whatever because i looked at the family tree <laughs> i looked at the targaryen family tree because i was like what is going on here and we all know that like royal families and whatnot used to it, it was just very incestual they only wanted to have like royal bloodlines mm-hmm. um so and you know what we all have to be a product of incest in some way if we go back far enough (laughs) damn that's just that's just how it is uh anyways (laughs) just a lot of incest in game of thrones and the targaryen family tree specifically so i was like you know what uncle and niece is not the weirdest thing that has happened on this family tree so so you're okay with that creepy uncle in that specific instance? You need to watch it because you're like, no, they're related. And then you're like, oh, but the tension. Okay, I want to hear the story. Well, yeah. Well, now that so- you've listened to my um, full Game of Thrones House of Dragon, oh. which sometimes we call Dragon Tales. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you and Mr. Liz. Yeah. I love that. I never got into that whole world. I've not seen a single episode. Okay, so here's the story that I've been dying to tell you. Yes. Um, so benign guy mm-hmm. told me this story when we were walking around, we, we went on a walk last Friday and when he told me this story, I was like, it is going to kill me not to tell Liz this story sooner because it's just perfect. So he knows someone who, um, told him this story of him having, he was having sex with his girlfriend and he was like, like going to come too fast. And so he was like say something that's going to stop me from coming. <laughs> and she was like, oh, uh, uh, um, and like, just like thought of the first thing that she could say, which was, I wish you were Tanner because he was super pale. But Tanner was his brother's name. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like she meant it. <laughs> I wish you were your brother. But when she, he was like, what and then she realized she was like oh my god i mean i mean like you're so pale i wish that you were tanner then which was like also not like super great but like to, to think like i it wish you mean, were like, your brother hurt my feelings yeah <laughs> it means like say something to make me not come i would be like, like um purple story. elephant i don't know yeah i, I wouldn't don't... default to like something that i would like to it's, change like, about them yeah <laughs> and then for you to then say like to make him think about his brother oh my god it was just so perfect i was just like but it got me thinking about the conversation that we had a few weeks ago about like what do you think about to stop yourself from coming Uh uh-huh and i was thinking more and more about how every single woman that responded to that prompt said why would i ever stop myself from coming have you ever had to uh no i don't think i have either i i can't think of a single time it's interesting that it's like universally just like a penis problem (laughs) i wonder why that is i don't i don't know because it's not like there are like more nerve endings there's maybe it's just because it's so much more straightforward maybe like a penis is just so much more straightforward of like just up and down yeah in and out up and down it's very simple yeah um 
But when it comes to a vagina, there's so many other things happening. Like vaginal sex is not as pleasurable as often as it is for someone with a penis. That's a good point. That must be it. Because our equivalent of like just the whole penis together is our clitoris. It's on the outside. Damn. That's so true. We have more yeah. So maybe if it was being stimulated that whole time in the same way. You know what I just realized, too? I was just about to say, let us know what you think. And I realized last time we said that was about um, if dudes masturbate while they shit. And no one's given and us And nobody an told answer. us, unless we're just missing it. Which makes me no. feel like it's a lie. And, and I'm it going must to, be. I'm going it to tell myself be. that just to like... Well, also, do people really want it? to tell on themselves? Maybe. People write us interesting stuff all the time yeah but they could also be like yeah you know i've My actually had friends it. that yeah. um <laughs> totally do this uh i've heard <laughs> i read someone in a book. that i've heard of that i went to school with that i don't associate with <laughs> who isn't on the me at all not even sort of totally me. not me completely different um i have some tiktoks for you for you know us, how much i love that for us to have a discussion about except for the last time you showed me a tiktok which was the was masturbating ex- on the toilet yeah and i i'm still not okay maybe this is just my new bit um so i wanted to like these both center on the topic of insecurity in relationships and uh, um i'm just gonna show you both of them we we can discuss in between okay where'd you park here park here my boyfriend this is you're parked next to my boyfriend's car. It's a parking lot. I can park next to anybody I want. You're parked next to my boyfriend, though. Okay, um, I, can nobody park in a parking lot next to your boyfriend's Get car? Get out of my spot. This isn't... Don't park next to my boyfriend. Are you crazy? Are you insecure? Are you crazy? I know you not just say that to me. What is your problem? Get out of my parking spot. You're parked next to my boyfriend. Are you okay? Are you? Imagine. Just parked in a parking lot, like anywhere. And then some girl walks up to your car and is like, you're parked next to my boyfriend. Ma'am? Can you fucking, can you imagine? Like, I mean, so I'm going to, I'm going to play both sides of this scenario out because imagine how exhausting it is for her boyfriend to always be like watched like this you know what i mean and be like you can't if you, if you can't have a girl park next to you imagine what like she probably goes through his phone all day every day right yeah i bet she seems like the kind of person who would put like a tracking device on him easily the other side of it is did he fuck up and make her that insecure perhaps yeah like what is the dynamic of this relationship because it's clearly not a good one if anybody can like i feel bad for her in in a sense i mean it's like absurd you know obviously i can't imagine spending that much like energy no. and it's like it's a lot of negative energy yeah you're spending so much energy to feel bad that sounds just so exhausting yeah and to be like a girl parked next to my boyfriend's car and like when because for a while in the video i was like maybe they're like parking in front of their house or something but then she was like i'm in a parking lot you know yeah. so it's like it's not even like a private area like it's like a, <laughs> it's a normal parking lot yeah and she's like you're in my spot like tell your boyfriend to move spot i, I wish there you. was just like more of 
it would make sense if she was like, well, my boyfriend lives here and then these are both of his spots. So I park in this one. Right. Yeah. Get out of the spot. Yeah. But that's obviously not the context. Good Lord. Get out of my spot. What are you going to do? Lay there? Like lay in the spot so no one parks there? Right. Put up a fake sign. (laughs) I feel like that would no one with a vagina is allowed to park here reserved just put a reserved sign if you're that pressed even if it is like fake say it is like that's not something that i would be surprised to see because that's how some people are like some people are that insecure okay yes what would you do if somebody came up to me and said that yeah i mean i'm so passive i would have just been like okay and just moved and then just told everyone the story later i think i would have my um pepper spray on me and i'd be like well i wouldn't want my car to be vandalized yeah i think i'd just be like listen i don't know your boyfriend i don't care about him i'm just here to do my business i'd probably turn into a therapy moment i'd be like girl why are you so worried that someone's parked next to your boyfriend's car like an exhausting existence yeah get out (laughs) like what what does he do to make you feel like you can't yeah. Even just trust someone to park their own car. And there's like a cutaway shot of her like crying yeah. in her car, like having a whole therapy session <laughs> like, with her. Girl. <laughs> it's okay. It's time to leave. I Yeah, I think I would con- be confrontational. Or I would pretend I didn't know what she was saying. Mm-hmm. Be like, I don't know English. Yeah. I don't know. No hablo English. Yeah. Just like in the most like white accent. Yeah, just, just pretend I don't know English. <laughs> yeah some boundaries my husband and I have in our marriage as a married couple still in college. Rule number one is we're not allowed to sit beside the opposite sex in any of our classes. Rule number two is um, on discussion boards you are only allowed to reply to the same sex. Last night Tucker saw this really good discussion board by a girl named Riley and I was just like I don't really feel comfortable with that so yeah he didn't respond to her. Rule number three, um, this one's kind of hard to stick to, but we try our very best to only have professors of the same gender as us. Um, I do have one male psychology professor, but um, Tucker usually sits in that class with me. Finally, at the beginning of every semester or during the introductions, we both are sure to mention that we're married just so that no one, you know, tries to cross any boundaries. Ugh! I just got like multiple icks just like run so through many my body. Level. Married in college. How she just like talks. You can tell that she's just like so comfortable with what she's saying. She's like. I don't know. Or that she thinks it's normal. Yeah. Or I mean, like she's proud of it. Exactly. She's like so hyped on these like rules that her and her <laughs> husband have. He's a respectful man. And but, no. but no, because if he was a respectful man, then he, you would trust him to right. have like female professors well and even just normal female friendships (laughs) i think it's a huge green flag when men have just like literally like regular friendships with women totally agreed and not not just guys who have friendships with women that they're not like romantically or sexually attracted to Mm -hmm. because that's also a big topic of contention it's like okay well would you be friends with a woman that you're not attracted to right I, there's and then they're like oh what i this video is going to haunt me for a long time i this might be like kind of a bad take but i feel like this kind of behavior makes people cheat yeah 
No, I, I like not trusting another person is. And policing literally everything that mm-hmm. they do. Like it's like making them a caged animal. Yeah. And like that's when animals freak out. But I tried to take meows to the vet yesterday in a bag. <laughs> and she freaked the fuck out. And I feel like it's the same kind of thing when you're in a relationship where you keep someone constrained like that. Like their instinct is going to be to flip out. Yeah. Even if you have the same rules for them. I just, I also think men who are able to have, um, what's the word? Platonic, like close platonic friendships with women that are like just literal normal friendships and respectful friendships. And it's reciprocated on both sides. It shows that they see women, they see and value women as actual people. Rather than sexual objects, totally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I definitely felt a little insecure when Mr. Liz had so many, like, close female friends. Um, especially, like, at work, too, because that's where <laughs> most people cheat. Um, which is not a statistic I really knew at the time. I just had been in past relationships where it was the case where like you can't trust them Mm -hmm. to have regular friendships with women um and i don't know the more i got to know like hang out with everyone and like got to know his friends and see how he operates in friendships like it was just such a huge like green flag and like a turn on and it made a lot of sense like to know that he respects me as an equal partner in our relationship and not just like he's dating me because he thinks I'm pretty or something yeah totally or that like the the women the female friends he keeps around he's there he's not friends with them because like he thinks they're attractive or he's explicitly not attracted to them or anything like that it's like they're just really rad women and like think about the people you surround yourself with because they're they're a reflection of you Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like I have lots of male friends like throughout college and like my adult life that are just friendships yeah and like I don't know like if I can trust myself to only be friends with these men and for them to also like feel the same way about me and only want to be friends and like enjoy each other's company like you should be able to trust your boyfriend or your husband or whatever to do that too. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Like I I know in the past when I've been like super super insecure in my relationships it consumes like all of my thoughts oh, in yeah. the ugliest most Ugh. exhausting way yes so for it to be like i've been we've all been that bitch yes we've all been that insecure bitch i can't imagine having like all of these rules laid out to the point of like if you can't sit next to anybody in class of the opposite sex you can't reply to a discussion board i know that was obscene to me it's like you're just trying to like get a good grade it's not like you're trying you're just trying to meet the bare minimum it's just and does anyone put that much thought into it imagine how many fights they get in like you can't stand behind a woman in in the grocery store (laughs) oh god oh you can't park next to a woman (laughs) (laughs) that's like what level it's at it's awful. That's it. The podcast's over. Yeah, yeah I was just climbed into my lap all on her own. And she's feeling really sensey right now. So this is a big, big deal. Yeah, Meows is also high as hell. I think we should mention that. She's just high as shit. I, don't I probably think she is anymore. She hasn't had any painkiller in like eight hours. Oh my goodness. Is she just snuggly all the time? Oh. Yeah, but not with everyone. <laughs> I'm chosen. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is really sweet. Wow. Wow. Well, that's a wrap, guys. So, <laughs> uh, so the, the TikTok that follows the one that we just played and discussed is, like, this girl having her friends, like, defend her relationship with her husband. And she's, like, they keep calling it hate comments. And I'm just, like, people are allowed to have criticisms. Right. It's, like, that's how that's how the world works. And it needs to... Like, things need to be criticized and questioned for us right. to make progress. And if that works for you, then that's great. But you also need to understand how some of these boundaries aren't functional for most people. Right. Yeah. And, like, also to call them hate comments is, like, a little cocky because, like, you know. These are, you're a hater because you just, like, don't have a husband that would, like, be willing to set those boundaries. And also, like, you, t- nobody, nobody think, nobody is that invested in this to hate you. We're, it's just confusing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, and I, like, both people in the relationship agreed to these rules. So it's not like she's just, like, setting all these rules for her boyfriend or her husband sorry (laughs) sorry it's just like boyfriend behavior not husband behavior it's just even more it's just yeah it's even more crazy that it's her husband and she has these boundaries like you married each other knowing that you were like you were this way yeah I hello well and I also wonder how much of it is like his own insecurities like well you can't be talking to other dudes you know what do you believe yeah, who more knows uh i mean i could only speak from my perspective and i'm like so insecure so i would like i'm thinking like it's probably She's putting them in place yeah but like it might be him that's true i've never dated an insecure man no i'm or like i've never dated a man who's been like you can't talk to that guy no me neither and i've I only dated men who are like weirdly suspicious about other women so i yeah i end up being the insecure one damn damn my like long-term ex was really suspicious of or like was the entire eight-year relationship he only banned me from talking to one person and it was because he heard him talking about me in the gym that was like and that was at the very beginning of our relationship I feel like there are instances where it's like okay to be like don't talk to this person because it makes me uncomfortable yeah, if there's a good reason, like, this person has already, like, crossed some boundaries that make me uncomfortable. Right, exactly. There was only one instance where, like, m- I feel like my boundaries were crossed with Mr. Liz and someone else. And, like, I know this isn't an excuse. We were all intoxicated. I was there. Um, and I wasn't really paying attention cause I trust him. So I'm like, yeah, go do whatever you want. I'm going to do whatever I want. It was a party. And, um, I'm trying to see if I remember what story this and is. And then one of my friends was like, um, I'm like a little uncomfortable by what's happening over here. And it was this, um, a girl we know was like, she had started a new medication was and was like fucked up. And she was like all over him, practically like sitting in his lap and um i like watched for a couple minutes because i was like huh well first i wanted to make sure like oh did i just see her like maybe like touching him in a friendly way like that's fine i don't care but then it was just it became too much Mm -hmm. and i was like huh and then i pulled him aside and talked to him about it because i was like Hey, squash right there. Yeah. Like, you guys are crossing a line. He's like, I'm so sorry. I, like, was not even paying attention because they were all having, like, a group conversation. And I think he was just, like, living in it. We were all fucked up. And, right. 
he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then we talked about it more. And I was like, well, I just also want to know, like, what are your boundaries? Because I want to make sure we're on the same page about how we each feel about, like, what is crossing a line, what isn't. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, my God, if the roles were reversed, I also would have been upset. Absolutely. So. Yeah. See, that's the thing is, like, when you're. It was a one and done discussion. I was like, I'm not mad at either of you I just want you to be aware of like when something's starting to become like uncomfy like a little inappropriate a good rule of thumb is like if you start to feel insecure like that like to just squash it right there like you did because like the more and more you think about this shit the worse it gets anyone not you Mm -hmm. literally everybody it's like it marinates and like you start to remember it differently because you're like filling in blanks so it's like you're like you did it on purpose I don't know so we talked about it in the moment and then also the next day when we weren't like all intoxicated and um he mess I was like well he's like well I want to talk to her about it and then I was like whatever you're comfortable with like sure and then he messaged her and was like hey I just want you to know like things were like a little inappropriate like um and then she was like I don't remember any of this I'm so sorry like she started Lexapro, which is like you shouldn't be drinking when you just start like a new SSRI, especially. You're mm-hmm. technically not supposed to drink when you're on SSRIs. Right. But I I mean, I'm on meds too. I totally understand. Like Yeah. I mean, how that situation was handled top to bottom was exactly how it should have been handled, mm-hmm. you know? Like you gotta give people room to make mistakes and mm-hmm. like learn from them too, especially if you love them. People like, aren't mind readers either, you know? Yeah. Like I don't know. It's there's nothing more frustrating than when you bring something to someone that bugs you and they're like, it wasn't anything. Yeah. It's like, okay, but it felt like it. I'm not attacking you. You don't need to default to being defensive. Right. It's tough. And like, I mean, like nobody is perfect in these situations either. Like, I think everybody feels insecure from time to time. I think that that's biologically based. (laughs) We've adapted to be jealous because it's like, obviously, that's like a competitive like that's a competitive spirit going easy on yourself if you're feeling insecure because that's always been my issue is like being like amelia you're fucking crazy like relax you know instead of just being like okay there's something happening in this situation that's making me feel a type of way how should i analyze this and work through it because like i was always made to feel nuts in my long-term relationship whenever I felt like something was off and I was right about all of it but like I like gaslit myself into thinking that I wasn't because how much of it is your gut instinct versus like um just regular jealousy right exactly and it turned out all mine was gut instinct but that's not the case for everybody (laughs) but I then realized when my ex had nothing to be hiding from me and again this isn't like this isn't a blanket statement for everyone but for in my relationship when he wasn't having anything to hide from me and I would bring forth insecurities that I had he was like so much better about it you know he was like Mm. oh my god I'm so sorry that you feel that way like let's work through it he was more understanding versus when you were right he was defensive yeah he was like you're he's like are you fucking kidding me Amelia like you always think I'm doing shit yeah and I'm just like oh turns out you were but then once that was like all out in the open he was like so understanding and like started drawing like boundaries with people that made me uncomfortable not like don't talk to them but just like yeah, don't uh, let them sit in your lap or something. Yeah, he had a friend who ended up um, coming out as gay, who she was, like, 
public enemy number one for a while because she would always like kiss his neck and shit Ew. yeah and i was always just like don't let her do that i don't do that to my platonic friends no and then when she came out he was like this is gonna make you feel so much better but she came out as gay and it's like but it doesn't because like yeah that's still a boundary that and she was still hooking up with straight guys so like just like for fun yeah anyway mm, that's like a whole other that's, thing <laughs> that feels like unethical mm-hmm. we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new Bumble now I have an NFT idea no <laughs> But it wasn't an NFT idea, but I um, posted it, like a mock-up of it, and people were like, this has to be your first NFT. I am anti-NFT. Sorry. I mean, so am I just because of, like, you know, NFT bros. Mm -hmm. But, like, I could, like, you know, I'm fine with money, any means necessary besides, like, killing people. Are you about to become a crypto bro? Is this turning into a crypto bro podcast? Yeah. A Game of Thrones crypto bro duo? Crypt bro. Did game, we just coin that? game of cryptos damn i have a video for you it's not about insecurities but it is about x this woman i saw this tweet for context i can't i can't find it but this woman gave this like list of like her um fiance dumped her and like called off the wedding oh my god and, so, and she was upset and so she made a list of x to like make her feel better <laughs> and they were the most absurd icks and she was like listen y'all are gonna get the ick about me once you hear this list (laughs) um because i don't know why i put up with this shit for so long but he shared a bed with his sister until he was 22 that's weird yeah like and like not like because they like didn't have money for more bed like they chose to sleep in the same bed he had sex dreams about his sister this is just an incest episode clearly um he can't do anything without calling his parents like, if he had to, like, print something out, he'd be like, oh, I need to print this out. Hold on. I need to call my mom. And Ugh. then he would, like, call his mom for, like, moral support through it. Um, he didn't have a job, like, by choice. Uh, he didn't pay rent for, like, three months. I mean, he doesn't have a job. Right. But, like, he had, like, no incentive. So his mom would just, like, always call him and be like, what do you need, honey? Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And he wasn't, like, disabled. Like, there was nothing going on that should have stopped him from having a job. He was just lazy. Like, I think making a list of icks when you get your heart broken is such a great idea. Honestly, I would have never have thought of doing that. Like, I mean, I could I could do that for everyone that's ever broken my heart. There mm-hmm. are endless. You should make a list of icks. That's great advice. Licks. List I of recently heard some advice that... Um, wherever you work, you should start a like folder on your Google Drive or whatever, where wherever your cloud is located. Um, <laughs> if that's the right terminology, I should know. I work in tech. Um, I still don't know what the cloud I, is, I, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> and that's my problem, not yours. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you should keep a folder of receipts uh-huh. of like if someone you work with says something like racist or misogynistic or generally shitty like take a screenshot of it and save it definitely and then also have a folder of your compliments so just take a screenshot of that and that like if you have a really bad day it's like easy to go look into your compliments folder um from work and remind yourself like you are good at what you do absolutely but the the receipts folder is good for if something like legal happens yeah i agree um Try not to disturb the cat. Speaking of receipts, um, something that's happening in the news right now is Adam Levine and Sumner Stoll is her name, the Instagram model that he had an alleged affair with, leaking the the DMs that he sent her asking if she would be okay with him naming his unborn son after her. Mm-hmm. Can you fucking imagine? There are so many layers to this. The first that I think, the, the tip of the iceberg that I think is worth discussing is how bad he is at sexting. Some of the, t- some of those texts, and this is, you know, kind of a non-issue, but it is worth mentioning. I've never seen anybody so bad at sending flirty texts. He's never had to be good at it. That's so And real. also he's old. Uh, yeah. I think we're forgetting that. Yeah, he is. But like. He's too old. Come on. Like. First of all, are you surprised? No, not at all. No, me either. Like, like a famous musician, like a rock star. I'm, sh- I'm shocked that he's. He totally a doesn't seem like the type. No, I saw a tweet today that was like, Adam Levine seems like the kind of person to have sex to his own music. That's so fucking true. And yeah, that's accurate. I get that energy from him. He is like, I was looking at pictures of him, and if I saw him just like walking on the street, I would not look twice. Like if he wasn't. Adam Levine, you know, like I don't think he's like I a think good he looking hottie. I think, really, yeah, he's, he's I've always type. thought he was hot. I don't think he's. I think that his he's hot because of his like how he carries himself, like his singing and like the interviews I've seen. But and like all of his tattoos. But and... he does not need to have like the ego that he has. Did you see mm. his? Do you remember his proactive commercials? It's the no. face of proactive for so long. Damn. So was Katy Perry. Oh yeah, yeah. I I saw most of the Adam Levine ones. I think when the Katy Perry ones were big, I was like, I didn't have TV oh. as often. I was in college. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I saw today apparently her um his ex private yoga instructor came forward. Did you see this? No. That he it was before he was with Bahati, but he was in a relationship with whoever he was with before Bahati. But he started like saying uncomfortable things to his private yoga instructor and she was in a relationship and 
he would say things like, oh, I tell all my friends that my yoga instructor has the best ass in Hollywood, like stuff like that. That was just kind of like, okay, that's like inappropriate to say, but whatever. Yeah. But then he texted her and she was taking a bath and he texted her and said, without me, no, where's <laughs> my hug, baby girl? No, he said, um, I want to spend a whole day naked with you. And her boyfriend saw the text and freaked out at her. And so she texted him and was like, trying to she was trying to tell her boyfriend like this was a like he meant to text his girlfriend like this was a mistake so she like texted adam and was like you meant to send this to your girlfriend yeah and he never responded and her boyfriend broke her wrist (gasps) yeah out of like jealous rage oh my god Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's like apparently like a few people have come forward that he's just like kind of like pretty icky also i'm so sad for that woman like yeah she that also just shows like the danger women are in mm-hmm. when so, because it's just like normalized that like if you exist that anyone can hit on you if they want yeah and then she had to endure like domestic violence yep. as a result of just this man who is famous and used to getting whatever he wants like this is a result of that right yeah i know it's fucked up and like i don't i don't know i've been seeing a lot of this discourse around like sumner is just as guilty and it's like yeah if she knew that he was in a relationship like that's that's fucked like it is but like the power dynamic there is really unbalanced she's also like I don't know. They're both guilty, but he's way more guilty. Yeah, 100%. He's the one who is married and has children with this woman and, like, yeah. is still pursuing other, like, relationships and not trying very hard to be secretive about mm-hmm. it. And, like, I feel like there are... I love that this woman, Sumner, just, like, gave his PR team no time to prepare. She didn't say this through a publicist. She was just, like... She woke up in, like, a silly, goofy mood and was like, I'm going to fuck up this guy's day. You know what apparently happened was one of her friends threatened to sell the screenshots to a gossip magazine. So she, like, took it into her own hands and was like, I have to, like, say something. Yeah, it's way smarter that she just did it herself because also it's, like, not some, like, stupid publicity publicity statement. No. But, I mean, yeah, both of them are guilty, especially him Mm -hmm. and... We also don't know, like, the closed-door dynamics of their marriage. Like, maybe they agreed to have, like, an open marriage and not discuss it. But then when it comes becomes public, you're still, like, what what's the worst criticism to have? Like, is it worse to be criticized for having an open marriage while you have children and, like, be confronted with people, like screaming their ethical beliefs in your face and like Mm -hmm. i don't know versus just being like i was texting a lady i'm sorry like i don't know i also if they are in an open marriage like you would think that i I don't think it is right but like based on his statement totally because like you would think that sumner would be like brought up to speed on that and like wouldn't feel the need to like throw him under the bus on Mm -hmm. something that like is agreed upon yeah even if someone threatened to sell the story to a tabloid that she could at least be like yeah they have an open marriage or at least that was my understanding right exactly i don't know this whole thing is such a mess and it's taking over everything right now like it's all over all of the news honestly the memes are pretty funny yeah they are and his his statement was also just like kind of bullshit 
I didn't have an affair, but I crossed a line during a regrettable time in my life is what he said. And it's like, okay, so you cheated, but you didn't have an affair. It's like, that's still super, super fucked. <laughs> well, well, and also what's the difference? Like having an affair I'm, is like a long term, like more than once. Oh, I'm I didn't cheat. Is- I was having an affair. Those are both. Yeah. That's both. Yeah. Cheating is the umbrella term. Yeah. Right. And then there's like one night stand or affair. Affairs. And the fact that this was long term is worse, <laughs> actually. Right. Well, he was saying it wasn't long term, but like, oh. but who knows? Like, who knows? <sighs> anyway, like, there's just so much of this going on. I know that you stopped watching The Bachelorette. Mm hmm. If you're if you haven't watched the finale yet, I read skip the some next spoilers, some spoilies. Well, because I stopped watching. Yeah, but I still wanted to know how it ended. Yeah. So. so OK, so Rachel, Rachel. So again, if you if you haven't watched the finale, skip the next five minutes. They're gone. R- Rachel. Was picked Tino. Their relationship. I, did they get engaged? Yeah. OK. Um, Their relationship, I guess, kind of started to fall apart in the real world as it does you know yeah and like she was saying some things that was making him feel insecure he wasn't there for her like she wanted him to be and then he like ran into someone that he almost dated before going on the bachelorette and they like kissed in a bar and he knew that she was going to find out about it and so he told her which is like of course like you should because they didn't call off the engagement they were just like going through a rocky time he thought they were like taking space from each other I guess they had never discussed that. So it's just like a mess. And I have never watched two people gaslight each other back and forth like that for that long in circles in my entire life. Both of them were like somebody, a, a therapist tweeted and was like, I'm a therapist and I don't even know who's gaslighting who in this situation. <laughs> like it was the fucking worst. But to be crucified like on like a public stage like that yeah. like the entire everybody was against tino and i've been cheated on and i was watching just like i don't think this man deserves this kind of crucifixion right now like the producers of the bachelor give actually zero fucks about the mental health of the cast oh yeah they just want the ratings and it's like this dude was distraught like you could just tell it was not an act he was like having like multiple panic attacks like during this whole process and was like he had been crying and like rachel's like he's trying to explain like why he made the mistake that he made and like she would be like you're lying that's not enough and he's just like i don't know what the fuck to do that's not excusing what he did it's super fucked but like holy shit we need to stop acting like cheating is a novel thing it happens way too often. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, man, cheated next. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. And like it's there are too many instances in these reality shows where there are mistakes. <sighs> that was so loud. I know. Are you hungry? No. There are so many instances on these reality shows where people make mistakes that a lot of people are able to make and deal with privately. And then the same people that make the mistakes privately are like, you know, like shouting from the top of the mountains how fucked up these people on these reality shows are for doing mm-hmm. the exact same thing. They're the first to criticize. But yeah, if you're if you're being observed by like the nation, yeah. like a national television show, her little books. I know, I love when she lays like this. Um You're yeah, you're not subject to like criticism on that level. No. That's not or not designed for that. No. I don't think. 
yeah absolutely that not. would that would definitely cause me a lot of distress as well yeah i don't know this i just it's such an unnatural way to date and then everybody acts like they get an opinion on these people's lives but anyway cheating is a big hot topic this week yeah cheating and incest yeah are the two topics they are trending hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We got some mail. Do we, we song? Are we going to end with this? Yeah. Um, mail instead of um, a sex fact? Mail fact of the week. Like M-A-I-L. Yeah. M-A-I-L? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, not M-A-L-E. Yeah. Yeah. Mail factor of the week. Email of the week. Email of the week. Email of the week. Email of the week. It's been a while since we've done the sex fact of the week song. Yeah. Wow, I feel really good. Okay. All right. Here it is. <laughs> Hi, Amelia and Liz. Of course, I have to start off by giving my love to you both in the show. You never fail to make me laugh, and you've provided such valuable insight that has helped me be more confident in my day-to-day life. I'm very grateful for you both. We're really grateful for you, too. Story time. I had met this guy on Hinge that I really liked, but he ended up being a pretty flaky, pretty flaky and uncommunicative. Despite this, I stuck around for about a month because he was fun to be around. He was also hot, and I'm a sucker for a hot guy's attention. Aren't we all? And you know what? They believe that it's valuable. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a vicious cycle. It really, really is. (laughs) It really is. Um, He managed to find time to hang out with me one Saturday evening, and we met up to grab dinner and then went back to his place. He didn't tell me beforehand that he had another thing to go to pretty soon after our agreed meetup time, and of course, I was irritated by this, but still proceeded to have sex with him anyways. The sex was great, but here's where things went wrong. One. When he came, he sat away from me afterward, no cuddling at all. Two, he didn't even attempt to get me off. Three, the first thing he said was, what time is it? (laughs) Four, as he was rushing to leave because he was late, he also said, this is why I didn't want to have sex, even though he had repeatedly groped me and was the first to take his pants off. What the fuck? This is why I didn't want to have sex while while unzipping his pants. That's just, I I have so many things to say about all these points. Five. He then asked me, will I be okay? Because I know you've had a lot of partners, referring to STDs. I make sure to get a history from each of my partners and that they all wear a condom. He was no exception, which I had told him already in the past. He just clearly doesn't know how sex works then. Yeah. (laughs) He, like, at that point, you just, like, are saying that to be an asshole. Yeah, absolutely. Am I going to be safe? Um, if you have to ask that, 
Yeah. Like, you're the problem. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you know how, like, right, if you care STD about, testing and condoms work? If you care like, about being safe, then you should probably know, like, how this shit works. And you don't. I fully understand his concern, and I don't know why this question irritated me as much as it did. I do, and we, you are completely valid yeah. in being well, irritated. Well, Andy didn't phrase that well at no. all. To be like, hey, we are like it. So they already had a conversation about this. But if they hadn't, it could be like, hey, we didn't talk about this like beforehand. But like, um, what? I don't know. How yeah. would you phrase it? Like, like, let's talk about, like, um, STD testing and, like, sexual history because that's normal. Right. Or just be like, yes, like, I know we talked about this before, but, like, I'm feeling a little anxious. Like, it's, how do you yeah. feel about getting, like, both of us getting STD tests? That's or, how I've said or, it like, before. like, when was the last time you were tested? Yeah. Just because, I don't know, if two people are consenting to having sex, it's a very normal conversation that you should be having. And it's also all in tone and, like... Yeah. Like, this whole thing, will like, I be okay? I know you've had a lot of partners. Or even to lead with, like, yeah, I got my last STD test, like, this time, blah, blah, blah. Like, Yeah. I don't know. Right. There are ways to have this conversation without being a fucking dickbag yeah, about it. Yeah, he's immediately pointing the finger at her instead of being like, uh, well, and then he he's probably asking because he's probably never gotten an STD test. Right. He also just doesn't, he clearly doesn't know how this shit works. And no. he was just like being a dick all around. So he just had to like throw this last thing in. Um. Anyway, so the end of point number five was it didn't seem like the right time to ask, I guess. My body almost immediately went into an emotional low to the point where I was just laying there close to tears. He asked me what was wrong. Oh, fucking idiot. Sorry, that was that was me. That wasn't in the email. He asked me what was wrong, and I mentioned aftercare, which he didn't know about, of course. He briefly hugged me, then we packed up to leave. I rode that emotional low well into the next day, but we talked about meeting up that evening for a movie night during the week, so I believed he would make up for it. Nope, this man tried to rain check me because he was too busy doing errands. Go figure. I was fed up to the point. I was fed up at this point and texted him back with, it's very clear to me that you are very busy and I understand. I'm no longer willing to see you and I wish you all the best. Not sure if it was a little too harsh, but that man is now dead silent. Anyway, thank you for reading. Y'all have repeatedly said how important aftercare is on the show. And personally, hearing this helped me understand myself and my own needs when I'm agreeing to meet up with a partner. We are not being needy when all we want is a cuddle sesh after sex and fuck anyone that doesn't want to cater to our needs. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. And I think it's important to read this too because like I think it's really easy to forget that like if you're feeling sad after sex, there's Pay, pay attention to that on. feeling yeah. yeah um i would also like to add a note that i don't think that text was harsh enough no i, I agree yeah i think i'm honestly i'm a believer in honesty and even though it might make another person uncomfortable it's not your responsibility to like coddle another person's feelings Especially and make sure you care about yours at all yeah just just saying how you feel about something and like how you would have preferred it to be handled is not um it's not harsh. You shouldn't be afraid to say that. And then how they choose to respond is not your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Because when, in an instance like this where you don't know each other that well and he was very just like shitty and with, with her feelings. Yeah. And, like he wasn't treating you like an actual person. Right. He didn't. Yeah, exactly. He didn't give any sort of. And then for him to be such a dick and then be like, what's wrong? Like. Give me a fucking like. Um, break. I don't know. Let's do the math here, bud. Yeah, right. Where should I start? You're disrespectful as hell, and you also didn't even offer to get me off. And then now you're just like trying to disappear. This is why I didn't want to have sex. I took my pants off and like initiated this. Hello. 
Like, I don't... I've had a few friends whose ex-boyfriends have said things along the lines of, like, I didn't even really want to have sex. And it's like, what? so now you're making it look like I pressured you into this when you were, like, a willing participant, you know? And it's like, obviously, there there are issues with consent and boundaries. But, like, if somebody is, like... Like, it's unfair to make somebody feel like they were the one that pressured you into it if there was no reason for them to believe that you didn't want to. And yeah. That's a gray area because well, obviously like, power dynamics are they a thing. They don't know each other for him to be like, he's acting like he's having sex for her benefit. Right. Even after she didn't even come. Like, right. hello. Yeah. It is a very fucked up situation. Like, for clearly he can't manage his emotions because the reason he's so upset is because he was going to be late to his thing. And that's on him for not planning his time. Yeah, don't. If you have shit to do, then like rain check sex. Yeah, or plan ahead and like go on a date when you do have time. I don't know, but I do think that being hot is not an excuse for being a dick. Absolutely. I also think she should have said how he actually made her feel. Mm -hmm. But that's always, you know so much easier hindsight's in 2020 yeah it's way easier said than done because there it it is hard to be strategic enough to be like listen like this was a really this felt like a really like disrespectful situation to me because of x y and z i know that probably wasn't your intent but i just want you to know how those actions made me feel yeah as a result yeah and like you just are you were really inconsiderate Mm mm-hmm and I don't know if you should be pursuing relationships with people if you're not willing to, like, care about their feelings. Right. And <laughs> you also, shouldn't be having sex with anyone if you're not going to be considerate of their emotions. No. When you stand up for yourself, a lot of the time, too, like, the person's initial reaction to you standing up to them will be to make you feel stupid for saying what you're saying. And, like, don't ever let that make you feel like you're not valid in how you're feeling. Because that's a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. Like, this guy was, like, harassing me on my pictures and shit on Instagram this past week. Like, I mean, he was harassing me for months. (laughs) And I had been ignoring him. But this past week, like, he sent me a message. Because he's one of my subscribers on Instagram. And you can subscribe to stuff on Instagram? Yeah, they just rolled it out. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. I finally said to him, like... Thank you so much for your support and you're making me really uncomfortable and I thought that you would stop but you haven't so I just wanted to let you know that like how you talk to me makes me uncomfortable which is very measured. It's not yeah you <laughs> you were like nice. you were super respectful. It was very straightforward. Yeah. And then he was like I didn't want to he's like you're lucky I even looked in your direction you stupid fucking white cunt and then he also asked for his three dollars back like okay broke ass bitch yeah like get uh, the fuck out of here asking for your three dollars back he blocked me so and I didn't even know he was like following me or anything I don't know um this fucking idiot and then he probably also blocked the podcast yeah who who even knows uh good riddance but i say this to say you can be as nice and as measured and as like justified as humanly possible and people will still find a way to make you feel like you're being ridiculous so stand up for yourself whenever you can i know that it's difficult and it's definitely a muscle like i'm learning how to do it 
Well, it never feels good. Before Amelia even replied to him, she was like, I just told like one of my subscribers, like he's making me uncomfortable and I'm afraid of how he's going to respond. Yeah, I was I sent Liz like 10 screenshots just every time anyone said anything. Yeah, and meanwhile, I was, I, was, I was having a meltdown in Ikea because it's so big and busy. <laughs> I was like, I just want my meatballs. It's a really stressful place to be. It, it was, but anyway, um, but yeah, I was so worried about how he was going to respond because like, I don't, I don't know, he's not in America, but I was still like, your safety is like a concern always. Yeah. I think I'm more concerned about Amelia's safety than she is. Oh my God. I feel like <laughs> if I was concerned about it, I would like, I, th- I think I'm not concerned. I'm like, Amelia, don't post any pictures where you could see the street. I know. Oh my God. I posted a ring video yesterday of, um, me taking me out to the vet cause it was hilarious. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I like cropped it in so there was like no identifying features on it because people are fucking nuts. But I feel like if I was as concerned as like the people in my life are about my own safety, I would be immobile, you know? Yeah. Like I wouldn't be able to. So I feel like I have to just pretend like it's not an issue. <laughs> if I'm ever concerned, I'm going to directly tell you. Oh, yeah, you do. There was um uh, well, because I hadn't considered it that much until this um creator on youtube that i followed for a while she stopped making videos um best dress her name's ashley she stopped making youtube videos because she had a stalker who like found her based on the picture she posted and she did like a little apartment tour of like this is how i like decorated my apartment and like this is how i like upcycled some stuff and this guy like found her and like showed up at her apartment and was like hey and Mm -hmm. she's like what the fuck he like found her through photos of like fire escapes and like it's so fun it's so i fucked. i don't know and then like she disappeared and then like didn't talk about it until later and now she only po- she moved since and like Good. will only post on instagram not near where she lives but that's still fucking terrifying it's super scary There's- like to just be doing something to like you're trying to create something to like entertain other people and be a job and fulfilling and then like someone just feels entitled to your time and space and location that you don't even fucking know them right i mean that's a parasocial relationship thing there's this guy i understand like i under i don't know we have parasocial relationships with people yeah absolutely and like the people who have like quote unquote a, a parasocial relationship with us i wouldn't be freaked out if i like met up with them they would never come to our house they would never come to our place of residence yeah but still it's like you just never know it takes one unhinged person and like there's i mean i have quite a few people that like really do not like me based on my content and like that's what scares me yeah there was because those people are very aggressive Yeah. yeah there's um a creator on tiktok who showed how easy it is to figure out someone's location based on like a video that you would never expect and he did it in th- this random video of this person driving with their dog he identified the exact street that they were driving on based on like the color of the roof um like the color of the trees the trees that were outside of the car um like the the speed limit like he did all of it like he just like honed in on everything and found the exact street that the person was driving on and he's like this is how easy it is and it's like yo what like it's just so the internet is such a scary place there's this never know there's this new ai i saw i i mean i i'm on like weird parts of tiktok just based on like my job and like my niche interests Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um 
it there's this AI that someone created that like if someone makes and posts a TikTok video, it will gather information from all of the like the security cameras, other people's phones, oh. like if they were taking a picture nearby, like it gathers all of that that is publicly accessible through the internet to find you making that and like where you were and when like i feel like for like criminal justice reasons that's great and for every other reason it's fucked i was i was like just like oh my god this guy is just a guy and then i was like should i download this video before like the cia has it deleted permanently (laughs) that's so fucking scary dude yeah so (laughs) all that to say um be careful Uh (laughs) uh keep keep like a weapon on you you know like depending on what state you're in keep like mace or i just bought a taser They're yeah i have a cheap taser amazon um i have a taser next to my bed um and then i think i've said that before and then i have pepper spray and an alarm on my keychain hell yeah i need to get more pepper spray um i don't know where mine went just keep it everywhere yeah my dad uh anytime he would go to goodwill he would buy me a baseball bat so i had a baseball bat in my car hell yeah you never know when you're gonna need a bat you never know um i had one next to my door and then i had one under my bed but when my ex let himself into my apartment and i like he came in to surprise me in the middle of the night which is not a good idea and i thought yeah i thought he was gonna murder me we were dating at the time, so it wasn't like my ex like let himself in um, while we w- were broken up. <laughs> uh, and then I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking be murdered. Um, and he was on the side of the bed that the bat was on. So after I told my dad that story, he got me another bat to put on the, <laughs> the other, other side, side of the, of the bed. bed. Hell yeah. So Ugh, God, you can he's... never have too many bats is what I'm trying to say. I wish you knocked him out. Oops. I was... <laughs> I was terrified and then sobbing. So Yeah, I would have been sobbing too. Like, what the fuck? That's so scary. Who thinks that that's okay? Someone with privilege. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who's... Never been, had to worry. Yeah, he's never had to worry. And he's also never been perceived as a threat ever in his Damn, life. Damn, that's true. Yeah, he, he is kind of like the like white bread version of... If you if you guys are wondering, Dinners. he has like a total baby face, like even more baby than mine. So punchable ass face. Yeah, he just looks like a child. So, and it's hard to take. You, I've learned this when someone has a baby face, you want to like help someone who looks like that. Mm-hmm. You don't assume that they're gonna murder you, right? <laughs> and I don't think he's a murderer. I don't think he has that in him. No, but you know. Ugh, but he did wanna, scare the I'm shit gonna, out of me. I'm not going to incriminate myself here. I'm going to I'm going to cut like, myself off from talking a about you, man. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay, FBI. They're going to play this like in my court case. Like if anybody around me ever gets killed, they're going to be like, like "You called so yourself a murderer." You on joked your about murdering your friend's ex. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it wasn't a joke. Get your facts right. It wasn't a joke. However, we were never in that situation. Right. (laughs) We weren't in a circumstance. I'm just saying if we were in a circumstance where I had to kill him, I would. I may have. (laughs) I think that's fair. Yeah. And that's what sisterhood is all about. 
that's what feminism is i would be like i would be looking around the courtroom like <laughs> all the women in here understand and they would all be like yeah yeah i've threatened to kill my friend's ex-boyfriends name one friend whose ex-boyfriend you wouldn't fight you know everyone has everyone one. has one anyway should we wrap it up yeah we're gonna wrap it up thanks for listening yeah it's been a hot mess of an episode and a week and you know what we're just we're fucking writing it out hell yeah we're writing it out and we're here with you we're happy that you're riding with us <laughs> i was gonna try to turn it into something sexual and it the wheels kind of came off at the end okay all right anyway we love you our, our children. children that might be our worst one today <laughs> take it home <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.